2: So the truth of the matter is, I have strong real life evidence that I am supported and loved by you, mm-hmm. and that you want me to be as great as I can possibly be. Mm-hmm. For all of your selfish reasons, like not working anymore, mm-hmm. and all, but also like, mm-hmm. but also because you love me and you want to see anybody you love shine, but especially me. And especially. that has been one of the most consistent things you said. And that's okay. That that's the truth. And even if I am afraid, I can like I can acknowledge my fear so that i can talk about it and like share it and not like um ponder on it and Mm -hmm. like swirl it around in my head but i can also be like all right but you know the truth and right Mm -hmm. i I can ignore that first thought which is always the fear you know that is something i am unlearning as a person and really honor myself in the the work that we do in our relationship to be like nah you okay and it's okay to be okay
3: check it out now look, the apple don't fall far from trees, right? I'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees, like. And if I'm ripping it, what, well, I'm what with my seeds, like. Now check it out. I've been a father since I was a toddler. I would teach her mother
2: father how
3: Hey, I'm Mikey.
2: And I'm Randy. And this is the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast, where we give you an uncensored look into all we're learning, unlearning, and loving about marriage in real time.
3: Yes. Welcome all. We're thankful that you tuned in.
2: Yes. How are y'all? We want to do a quick like
3: check-in. Temp check before uh, we get into it. We know that uh, things are really heavy out there. Obviously, speaking of the recent deaths and police brutality, uh, along with riots, scenery, uh, pictures, images, videos that you may have seen that can be considered traumatizing, are considered traumatizing um saddening uh i emotions are all over the place but you know we just want everyone listening anyone listening to know that you are not alone we share your anger we share your outrage right um i don't want to do all the talking
2: i mean (laughs) it's been really rough over here for us really difficult to create because we are black and we feel it and we are not as fuck we are not um we feel it
3: and from all sides in the north and the south it's New York and Atlanta, like, it's just, we yeah. are, you know.
2: And so, yeah, we just wanted to check in. And hopefully this episode is of value to y'all because it talks about therapy. And if you are looking too forward to it or realizing you need it right now with how compounding everything is between the pandemic and police brutality and racism and sexism and transphobia and all these other evil things, um, hopefully this, like, touches you.
3: Yeah. Again, we understand that things are heavy. Um, please remember that you do not need to be alone in whatever your struggle is. Things like this lighten the load. Hopefully this episode lightens the load and the concept of counseling. So please take advantage of this. We hope that you enjoy the message that we're about to deliver today. Yeah. And um, maybe Randy and I talking about this stuff will make us feel a little bit better. Less. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> okay. Better. Thank you.
2: So continuing continuing with our theme of plot twists, we have finally started marriage counseling. Mm-hmm. We put this out on Instagram a few weeks ago, um, but we are in a groove and we have these weekly sessions, and it's been great. So in our yes. first segment, we're talking about our experience with BetterHelp services. So it's BetterHelp, H E L P, not health h-e-a-l-t-h um <laughs> who are actually the sponsors for this episode mm-hmm. and then we'll share our latest assignment from our therapist who we will call e
3: yes yeah, second is our fight or flight where today
2: i'm confronting mikey about making unnecessary
3: jokes finally what unnecessary jokes i mean
2: <laughs> you know mikey do this every time it's my fight you know you're not gonna find out till this time but you so could, you could give me a no hit. you don't say don't that, that, that too we can no pause it.
3: No. You would be like, remember that thing you did? And no. And be like, nah, I don't want to talk about that. I don't care. It's my fight. Got you.
2: Finally, mm. we'll wrap it up with some PDA where we show each other some love and or thank each other for
3: something. And we sprinkle a little bit of PDA on you as well because we know you might need it.
2: Right. And we hope you enjoy. So, we're back. Mm -hmm. Uh, so backstory is, as you all know, since the beginning, we've always talked about our experience with therapy on an individual level. We've done indies about it. We've done episodes about it, Mm -hmm. but, and we've
3: previous profession,
2: right? Mikey was, was a A counselor, a counselor, but behavioral specialist Mm -hmm. is the official term. And we've always wanted to do marriage counseling. Actually the last episode before the last episode of season one, Mikey, said he wanted to do marriage counseling and
3: that was the last episode yep yeah i've been wanting to do marriage counseling since we did um premarital counseling yeah i was like oh if you just got somebody that's like a coach along the way
2: yeah then you're straight But (laughs) time and affordability made it difficult to prioritize. Mm -hmm. And now we have the time and decided joint therapy is worth is a worthy investment. Absolutely. And we want to share our experience with you. So we went with BetterHelp because it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling with financial aid available. They are also really intentional about how they match you with a therapist. And so that was really great for us because we got our therapist off the first try and we love her.
3: Yeah. Off-rip they got that right. Yeah. I'm, I'm really proud of that actually. Yeah.
2: It was, we was like, oh shit, but they actually, (laughs) and finally, because it's virtual and we can text and email her and we do a video session once a week and we get to still remain safe. We get to be in our home when Drew wakes up from a nap, we just sit on our lap and like talk, you know,
3: like (laughs) it takes that, uh, the inform, the formality out of it Yeah, and it really allows us to be comfortable. I think that's what definitely made it easier for us to like open up our shelves, you know, to, to actually have the conversations and treat it as we would going into someone's office right so
2: and and yeah. i remember having to take drew with me to a therapy session when i would see my individual therapist mm-hmm. because you were in the program and ain't nobody there else to watch her but i really need to see this therapist and so i'm like carrying drew on the <laughs> stroller and a crib and i mean in the um car seat and she wakes up in the middle of the session and i'm sitting on my knee trying to hope she not you know don't want to be breastfed you know i I just i remember being like this is not working but so yeah like you said it does it does help that we're already home and drew is familiar with home and she's less likely to to be like a baby (laughs) Mm. (laughs) when we are when she knows that she can just like utilize less likely like still do it yeah yeah (laughs) she's still a baby but you know so yeah so that's that's our our backstory so the process
3: yeah we'll talk a little bit about how this started off right um so uh first we checked reviews right and the positivity really stuck out to us so i'm gonna actually let randy take this one because, <laughs> of course just because your reading voice is good but i don't, I don't know God, I'm even know why you even started
2: point. this point because you, i knew you were just gonna pass it because on that's on.
3: what we do give and take baby
2: so <laughs> the review reads the is thoughtful and kind she has a calming and welcome welcome voice that makes it easy to open up and feel like i'm in a safe space she reflects back what i am saying in a way that helps me listen to what i am saying and work through whatever is on my mind i never thought phone therapy would be for me but the flexibility is incredible and removes the anxiety of having to stick to the same time every week with the men i feel heard and valued and proud that i can have so much agency over my mental health and so that was um so the reviews are anonymous. Based on like just upon looking immediately at the reviews, I can't tell who wrote them, but they are about the therapists, and then they leave like the information down so you can see what therapists they're talking about yeah. and what their licenses for, are for and all that. So that was just really helpful, and I thought very like informative and transparent to see put faces to what these reviews are, who these reviews are like talking about. Uh, and then next, we signed up through the online portal. So, yes,
3: we used the the Regain one, right? Uh, which you can find with better help site um, again. Better H E L P.
2: Yeah, because um, the marriage counseling or joint therapy is through Regain, and BetterHelp only offers um, the solo individual therapy. But they are the same. They're the same. Yeah, they're just a different. It's just a different One portal. To yeah, different services. Right. Uh, next, we answered a few questions about who we wanted our therapists to be, and then we added a note that we had a podcast and what that podcast was about hoping that they would pair us with a black person
3: <laughs> without actively saying hey, hey we, we want a black, a black lady who's older than us but Anywhere not, in the but range not older, like that's it
2: yeah but there was a there was an age group that we didn't want
3: in terms of older
2: <laughs> so she's right she's still right there yeah right and and yeah and i mean i'm not saying that you can't ex- explicitly say you want a female i mean a, a woman or a man or a black person or whoever Which is awkward it was just like this is our first time doing this. We don't wanna you know block any <laughs> blessings. But however, maybe if you knew what this podcast was about, <laughs> then
3: maybe you you know.
2: Even just the name. Like maybe you would maybe we'd be okay. maybe y'all would use discernment and, and they did and pair us right. And they did. So yeah, so that's the process. Let us know if y'all have any questions about that. Y'all know y'all good to email us and social media and all that things and all those things. And Okay. So
3: That led us to um to E. Right. So how many sessions have we had so far?
2: I don't know. So, like, I yeah. don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe four or five so far.
3: The first one was a kind of getting to know each other.
2: Yeah. It was a bit awkward at first, only because we had never done virtual therapy
3: mm-hmm.
2: or therapy together. And I just needed, I know I needed like structure. Like, what are the rules? Like, yeah, <laughs> how I, are we going
3: to go into this? Do we just text day?
2: you every day? Or can we set like weekly appointments so that there's more structure? And she was like, "Yeah," and I, we let her know that we we like homework assignments. We like having something to bring back to therapy that makes us feel like we're actually utilizing mm-hmm. the resources. And so she took that all in stride and was like, "Thank you for saying so. Thank you for being really upfront." So we just recommend that in general, yeah, just be upfront about what you want because that has helped us keep her
3: <laughs> because she Absolutely. listened. So you like you get out of therapy what you put into it. Is right. It's just a general understanding of it. So if you have any idea of, you know, how you want it to go, you should like speak up on that. If you're confused about anything or unclear about anything, ask those questions. And again, this is just for anybody who's never done anything like this. Right. And while each of us have done counseling individually, jointly, it was even weird having a conversation with you. Like, should we tell her this is what we want to do or yeah. how should we just kind of go along with the situation and we both or, you know. had
2: two individual experiences with therapy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Mikey likes homework, you know, or, like, what, what his structure was like with his therapist. Yeah,
3: I hated school. I did it because I was told I had to. <laughs> but I did the homework for the most part. I completed it. <laughs> and so, like, I don't, I, you know, I don't have an aversion to doing the work, but Randy is that student that if the teacher didn't say something, she'll raise her hand like, hey, do you remember the homework I'm you assigned I'm actually us? not that student. <laughs> However. Are you still collecting that today? I
2: do want my homework <laughs> taken up if I, have, if I have done this Which work. Which is
3: the point. Randy will see. I'm it, not going I'm to saying. say
2: it in front of the students, though, because everybody hates that kid.
3: You're going to do it after the class leave, before be like, lunch, and then come leave back? Or I just leave it on
2: my desk. Like, Hey.
3: Like a student reminded you me that. You didn't ask
2: for it, but I'm going to leave it here because I was up all night
3: doing it. Mm-hmm.
2: So anyway, um, so we we were trying to figure out what exactly to talk to y'all about when it concerns marriage counseling so that it's a it's value. We've done a few things, but we wanted to talk about our most recent assignment yeah. with her. So within the first few sessions, <laughs> I admitted that I feared how finally being self-confident and self-compassionate will impact my relationship with Mikey. I've mentioned that a bit. Like in pieces on here, but not really. And I wanted to use that space with both of us in joint counseling to really like call it by its name and Mm -hmm. put it out there and see what she can do to help me. And I brought this up because what we realized this season, figuratively and literally, is that we are changing. We are not the same people we were when we were younger. And I know when I was younger, I wasn't very secure. I did not think that I was like worthy or valuable. That wasn't always maybe um, apparent because...
3: Though you didn't always articulate that, that wasn't how you carried yourself right. with me, at least. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying, and mm-hmm. I do recognize it. That, that is how you would portray yourself in certain spaces, but I don't know.
2: Right. Yeah. Oh, well not even that. How I portrayed myself. It's just I didn't feel that way. Yes. And maybe that was saying, wasn't like, yeah.
3: believed. Not portrayed. That may have been like what you believed but that, right. that wasn't necessarily what was perceived.
2: Of right. Yeah. And so, but I know that's how it was. And so, I feel like Mikey fell in love with whoever that girl was. You know.
3: <laughs> I like confident Randy.
2: And, um, but I wasn't confident. Now I'm becoming. No, you know. Right but, okay. I'm, so I'm, I'm saying, I, I know it. that you. I know. I hear what you're saying. Yes. You can tell. But I could. It's Mm -hmm. my overall overarching point. Mm -hmm. And I'm now, I was telling her I was not worried that as I develop into this person that I want to be, I don't know if Mikey's going to be into that. And that matters to me because I care about what what Mikey thinks. And I agree to do this for the long haul until one of us kill each other or one of us dies. (laughs) And if he doesn't all of a sudden like me because I am self-confident or whatever that may look like, self-confident or self-compassionate, then, like, will I have to stop doing that to preserve my family? Because that's what I said I would do. Mm -hmm. You know, like, what if the sacrifice is myself, if that makes sense, as opposed to other shit that we we said that we would, like, we would be willing to do. Yeah. Okay. So. (laughs)
3: Yes.
2: (laughs) So she thought that was very interesting. And she assigned us homework. So, Mikey, what was your homework?
3: So I was given an assignment um, that pushed me to highlight qualities of my partner mm-hmm. that I have in the past or that I currently value. Um, the purpose of it, I believe, was to kind of add more context and put some fact behind, like, to kind of fight against whatever your negative thoughts were. Yes. Um, was, like, the later conversation that we would have. But uh, when I was sent on this fact-finding mission, it was really cool because I got to, like... Just kind of sit in my feelings and like really go back and think what started it. Mm -hmm. Um, Where did this like all come from? So I had to answer some questions that I actually really liked, like um, what qualities initially attracted you to your partner? And I had to list like three things. And I wrote down like maybe 10 and then narrowed it down and then really like got like concise with what it was I was trying to say. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, it's these three things, which was, you know, which was just nice. Another question was, uh, what are some of the favorite memories with your partner? And I love a good stroll down nice. memory lane. Yeah, that was nice. You it want was. to tell
2: everybody what your favorite memory was?
3: So I'll give one of them. Uh, well, that I'll was give a couple one. of them. No, well, one of you know, one of them was the the wedding. The oh, wedding yeah. is just one of my favorite memories. Period. And it's a day that nobody could take from me. It was great. And it was one of the greatest days of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't go into detail with that one. I just I leave it out there. I talk about the wedding all damn time because that was just a great day. It was. In like the history of us, we were dog shit tired,
2: but it was great. So good. We were so tired. It y'all. was a
3: very wholesome. Yeah, after
2: the wedding, we talk about this all the so time. Never mind.
3: You know, like, that's what I'm saying, that's what, and I left it as like I left it as so two tired. sentences in my answer. <laughs> I said my wedding day, it was perfect. Oh. Um, but one of the other uh, instances that I mentioned was after the miscarriage, and mm-hmm. uh, we told the story. Did we do a mini about this?
2: I don't remember. We talked about our miscarriage on and off. Not so much after Drew, but
3: yeah, I don't remember if we actually told the story. Yeah, so um, if you're new to this thing, maybe you haven't heard this, but shortly after we had the miscarriage, Randy and I took a trip to Orange Beach. Randy had heard about the beach through Solange. Yes. Like the song. Solange. No, not or a song. Posted. It was her Instagram. Okay. She was
2: at a beach. And I was like, Alabama got a beach. And
3: yeah, we had no idea Alabama had a beach. <laughs> I was so was like um, Alabama got beaches? <laughs> we did some Googling. It was five hours away. Yeah. We, were like, we could drive. Mm-hmm. So I guess we made a um we made a, a trip of it. We uh got like a home away, which It was is our like, anniversary trip. Yeah. Wasn't it? it was, our
2: April. Yeah, it was. And we went back to Destin, which where is which is where we realized we liked each other back mm-hmm. in high school. So it was like literally literally ten years.
3: To the day, actually,
2: it's it it <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, go a good Okay, go ahead. change
3: in a decade. Because again, the last time we were there, Randy was showing me poems that I thought she wrote for another dude.
2: They were not about I you. I was depressed. Those weren't about you. I man. know. I was just saying. Yeah, he had just broke up with his, or his girlfriend just broke up with him. You know, I was you know a little was down was out. <laughs> found out she dated somebody else.
3: You know, wasn't that it? Yeah, she, I, I found out that week that she was she had cheated on me during. Like I think people were trying to tell me that so that I felt better. Like we don't even worry about it. she was cheating on you anyway. Which just I'm made
2: worried. him worse. He was on, anyway. <laughs> we talked about that too. So,
3: um, but Randy and I went down to Orange Beach. We got this rental, and we uh we had one of those lanterns that you kind of you like the bottom of it, and it like floats away. Um, to the ra- ocean. Uh, what is, what is the movie with the girl with the hair? Rapunzel. Tangled, tangled, like like entangled. So you know they like released the lanterns. <laughs> that is Rapunzel, isn't
2: it? Yes, but, but the, yes.
3: <laughs> you know what I meant. Okay, right.
2: babe, go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: I'm watching a lot of Disney because of this baby yes. in this lockdown.
2: I know lots of Disney, y'all.
3: You understand? I'm be using a lot of Disney references moving forward. <laughs> My life is forever changed. But um, so yeah, they we we went and we went in the dead of night to go release this lantern. It was beautiful outside. There was not a cloud in the fucking sky. But it was very. It was breezy. all moonlight. Like it was, it was so beautiful. We could see each other clear as day, but the wind was blowing so hard. Now the wind was blowing from behind us to towards the ocean. Swear to God. So we thought after we lit this thing, it took forever that it to was light Going too. to fly towards understand. the ocean. We struggling to light it. Come to find out, there's a protective case over it, a paper that you were supposed to take off, <laughs> and then you like the gasoline-soaked <laughs> paper, and that was what lifted it. But um, so after we finally figured that out, and it did light. We let it go, and it started towards the ocean. And
2: then it went towards and it
3: did a strong city. left <laughs> towards to <buildings>. houses,
2: <laughs> Y'all.
3: towards houses and hotel high rises. And we were concerned, like we was like just like everything else with this pregnancy. And it our just expectations. went left. It all went left. It literally went left. It and was... um, it we died laughing. We just laughed so hard. But it ultimately ended up clearing the buildings, and yeah. we actually just watched it float away. And mm-hmm. it was it was really nice. Very it was very therapeutic. But like. That entire weekend was just—it was, it was full of laughs, great sex. They had a
2: mirror by the bed, y'all.
3: Whole bunch of drinking and sadness. <laughs> and it was like it was everything. <laughs> and Jack. Yeah. And Coke on the beach. It was a—it was a good time. Yeah, it was time. Nice. Um, and uh, so I brought that up, and you know, my therapist, as as her feedback, like she read it and she just couldn't she stop laughing. It was like, yeah. It's just one of those things that that you know it's really nice to just think back on, and whenever you are forced to kind of think back on. Who y'all were or who you are at your core, it just reminds you of like what it is that you're facing moving forward, and just reminds you who your partner is, mm-hmm. which I'm enjoying the most from doing things like this, um, and doing this activity. But you know that was one of the things, one of the questions. Another one was, in what ways does your partner show you appreciation? Which again makes you start, you know think about what is it that is being done for you because a lot of times people are talking about what they're not getting. Mm-hmm. But if you had to write it out, what would it be? What what do you actively see that person working on? And it was really nice because I got to pull from things that you've been actively working on this year alone. You mm-hmm. know? And when, you know, the last question was uh what why do you value your partner? And again, just a nice question. I was like, Oh, this is this is the easy part. Right. <laughs> I was like, so this is really simple. But we were coming off of a session where it wasn't more focused on Randy. It was we were dissecting a lot of stuff specifically that Randy had brought up and i wanted to make sure that like I, it was known that i want to you know i'm also here to participate in this and i don't want you to feel like i'm opposed to doing some work or journaling or writing or whatever mm-hmm. um so i had I, you know I asked i was like you know give me some homework and this was and really cool this yeah, was really it was really cool homework
2: i didn't get to so part of us doing counseling together is there's a portal that we that we can like send her messages too and so you can see both of our messages so if i set up like an instant messenger right that everybody can see and so when mikey uploaded his worksheet i didn't read it because that wasn't the assignment the assignment wasn't for me to read it but she did talk about it and then afterwards you know he was like you can read it and so that was really nice to see i knew what the worksheet looked like because again we have access to whatever is put into this messenger Mm -hmm. and i'm sure if you wanted to maybe Talk to the therapist on the side, you could, you but can. it's yeah. encouraged, I'm assuming, to,
3: <laughs> to do this space. together.
2: Yeah. <laughs> We're doing this joint, not individual. So.
3: However, it does allow you, it does, like you said, it does allow you to do a direct message that you can't see. So if there was something that I wanted to bring up or even bring up. To, oh, you know, is bring, there? Yeah. So if I, I wanted that. to bring up something to her and be like, hey, you know, this is something that I'm like struggling with. And maybe I don't really know how to like. Bring this up with Randy or whatever, or like, I do not know that. Yeah, you can, you can, there's but. the general messaging space, mm-hmm. but then there's another messaging, like, there's just a send a message. Oh. And you don't. And then it just goes yeah, to her. I do have to be attached to it. Oh. Huh. Well, um, I, yeah, I never yeah. used that. I haven't used it because I'm just like, nah, we're just going, whatever it is, we're just going to in this. Everybody
2: <laughs> going to see what we <laughs> got to say. But, um, and my homework assignment was, I had to write a journal entry about what a fearless life looked like and then show evidence that Mikey supports this type of life. And then I had to let him read it.
3: So you had to define what a fearless life was. For me. And what what that would look like.
1: like,
2: Um, It was the word that just kept coming to me was free. So like free from my anxiety, free from my fear, fear, free from worrying about what people could think, free from like the awkwardness of of figuring out what self-confident, self-compassionate Randy is. Like I feel like I'm behind the curve because... This is shit that a lot of people deal with when they're kids and they grow Mm -hmm. up and now they figure themselves out. Or like maybe they're very, um, what's the word? Strong in who they are. And in a lot of ways, I am like my core is still very much what it's always been. Mm -hmm. But having to learn to be self confident and to learn to be self compassionate this at this age, it seems really, it makes me feel very, very silly. So like free from that silliness or like, or being, or being um, dominated by that silliness of how silly it makes me feel and free to express myself and express what I want. So one of the examples I use, and then I had to show evidence that Mikey supports it. So my evidence was Mikey's always trying to give me the space. He's always making space for me to do whatever I want to do, whatever. Um, whether it's like a writing program or uh, I'm applying to something. He's always like, okay, fine. You know, like let's do it. Or if I'm, I want to work out. Okay, well, how can I help you do this? She mm-hmm.
3: um, want to hide the body. I give her instructions on how to. Yeah, like he's always
2: he's he's very and he's and he's also very forthcoming as y'all know through the podcast about how he feels about some stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> and if he and if he feeling it or not, and so that was my evidence. But then I wrote that like that fear comes back because there are times when. Getting to that point where Mikey is on the same page with me or willing is not always linear mm-hmm. or clean. And one of the examples- Or like, immediate. I think or immediate. It's never, yeah.
3: It's not like just um, like quickly. Yeah. Somewhere.
2: Mikey is not a yes man. And so that is, you know, that's great. Supportive.
3: Not a, that's but, true.
2: But, you know, when I want to be a yes man- Can I say something? He's
3: like- Y'all, Randy sent me this, damn, this DM on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a video of a girl- like, the, the the caption says, when your boyfriend tell you no. Yeah. And the dude is, like, playing the video game. And his girlfriend is behind him, like, air kicks and, like, punches and, like, bucking. That's what I did was... to
2: you last night. I don't even know if you did I realized. know you did. That's oh. why I
3: kept talking. But, like, <laughs> I was like, if fact. you do Yo, this, this is adorable because it's so cute. I
2: do have attitudes when you say no, but I, I gave one of the examples I gave was I had asked Mikey... You know, first of all, I love being told that you find me attractive, which is what I said to you. I'll just repeat what I said. I okay. love being told that you find me attractive. I love being told that you find me sexy and that you like want me, that you like how I look because like, duh, you're married to me. I need you to feel these things because ain't, that ain't feeling the opposite is absolutely positively no way to live. Mm-hmm. And who doesn't like to be told they look good? Like, I don't know many people. But however, at the same time, um, I... Also, want to be seen and complimented on the things I work really hard on, things that I want to be complimented on, like the stuff you used to compliment me about my brain, not that brain, you know, my, you know, like my <laughs> how smart I am, and like that you that you see the work that I'm doing in terms of like researching and and like my work ethic at work with the podcast stuff like that. And when I had brought that to Mike, he was like, "Well, well, I don't. Well, you say what you said because I feel like I got yeah, it wrong." Yeah. So what
3: piece. happened was is i had i saw randy she was wearing like a shirt and like nothing else and i was like (laughs) so damn fine like and she was like you don't want to compliment anything else i was like what
2: that was not okay i'm gonna let you i'm gonna
3: let you you rock it it was um because i was like you you, then you brought up like you know sometimes i want to be complimented on like my intellect i was like well i don't ever start off (laughs) a sentence with oh hey you look so smart like i just like like I respond to what set me off. So if what stimulated me in that moment was, hey, I just saw you. You look physically beautiful. I wanted to tell you that mm-hmm. you're physically beautiful. Then that's what I respond to. Just as if, if it was something that was like, oh, you just completed a project. That's just brilliant. That was really, really cool that you did. Like,
2: Well, my response to that was like...
3: And then, I mean, and then it came up as, you know, I just like sometimes I want to be complimented in the way I wanted to be complimented. I was like, well, I think I do compliment you in the way that you want to be complimented. But no one, no one at all just comes out of nowhere when they're looking at somebody like, oh, man, you're so smart. Like I can understand why
2: you chose that. I can understand why the compliment was what that was in that moment, which is which I think is what I said when I responded mm-hmm. to you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what I to say. But what I'm saying is I didn't know, I didn't have any other out to be like, hey, by the way. And so I was telling him, like, I don't know if you I'm sure we brought this up before, but a few years ago for our anniversary, Mikey got me this lantern and he put a whole bunch of sticky notes in there full of compliments and love notes and on the front of the sticky note it would be like
3: positive body affirm- yeah like body and then there'd be uh, like
2: writing and then there'd be like so friend was another one love Lover, sex and, yeah. and so if i wanted to if i wanted to be affirmed by my husband about my body that day and maybe he ain't said it yet or maybe i just you know want to open this lantern and see what he wrote i pick up the body one and then i open it and then mikey had this really sweet note you know or if i wanted to be affirmed or just wanted something something to hear something nice about my writing, I'd find the writing one and then I open it. And it was just the best gift ever. It was the best gift ever. I still have it. And I still haven't even opened all of them. And I was like, you know, I just I'm not asking you to stop being who you are. I'm not asking you to stop telling me I'm gorgeous and that. I've been working really hard. Yeah, I look damn good. You know, but like
3: that on top of again, we haven't been around each other. Mm-hmm. Mind you. Like this is the this is the first time really that we just in each other's faces like there's no excuse as to why you know like we have we have we actually have time to connect physically intimately see each other so you know like that's a thing that just comes up Mm -hmm. and um i don't know so in that moment when you like did that i was just like
2: my point you know right and i I can see why you were frustrated but my overarching point was i want what that what some of that like i want all of it like how you did a few years ago like i missed that it was my overarching point. And then Mike was like, oh, well, when you say it like that. <laughs> and like, on the end of the day, that was what I had. Like, at, Right? I got the I got the conclusion that I asked for. Because
3: ultimately, but your it, argument wasn't what you're doing is not enough. No. You just was like, just put a little extra sauce on the shit and just also comment. <laughs> right. So I then just... moving forward, I'm like, it ain't so fun. And, and, only because, you know, like,
2: and only because you have done it before. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, I, it wasn't something I was pulling on thin air. I really enjoyed that. And maybe I didn't communicate that well enough. Like, actually this was the best gift you could have given me. Well, we as had a lot of conversations
3: to... and, and as time passed, you just kind of start making like a separation of concerns. Mm-hmm. Um, like if it's a moment where it's purely something intellectual, I'm not bringing up like your beauty, you know, like that's just mm-hmm. that stuff just separated. And then it just kind of became, you know, when something comes up, this is how you respond to it. It wasn't, that I'm trying to be neglectful or not mention something when I'm mentioning something else. It's just that, you know, this is what I wanted the focus to be on while I'm talking. This is what I'm trying to express. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I was like, I get it.
2: I mean, then I felt like it just wasn't a clean conversation. Like it it started off like messy and like weird and super
3: weird. And but
2: but I and I it just made me feel silly. Like, well, what the fuck is the point? (laughs) Which is like the question that I'm always asking of doing this if if I'm just gonna look crazy. And I think the the bigger thing that you brought up
3: in therapy was like this is an example of what happens when I'm afraid to even like broach a subject because what happens if this no one wants to walk around feeling stupid. Let's just put that out there. Mm-hmm. Like, no one wants to actually, like, feel sheepish. Like, that that that, that shrinking feeling you get when you just kind of, like, when there's, like, dead air mm-hmm. after you said something and ain't nobody talking, but we all just kind of looking and you know there are feelings that people are feeling, but no one's articulating it. It's mm-hmm. just awkward. Mm-hmm. It's really fucking bad. And to feel something like that multiple times back to back on a subject that you may have brought up multiple times before it's like, yeah, I don't want to talk about this shit no more.
2: Right. But, but you're my spouse. We got
3: to talk about, you know, so and it's like.
2: she said, do this goddamn assignment.
3: <laughs> so, <laughs> so you have to. So you go, gonna... Or you could cheat.
1: Right. Least. Be like, yeah,
2: we talk. And but you can't. You, just lie. Like, what is the point of this? <laughs> Are we just going to sit here and lie? Anyway. So anyway, so that was all the things that I had given to her. Like mm-hmm. about, and, you know, and, and me and Mike talked about it. And that was a really good assignment, I think, for both of us to do. And so, um, what did we learn?
3: <laughs> what did we learn? Um, How about you, babe? You yeah, go first. One of the things that I learned, because when I, when I walked into it, I didn't have any expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we talked about it, I think, shortly before our first session. Like, you know, what are you trying to get out of it? And I kind of had like a surface level thing. My thing was, oh, you know, I just want to kind of have a third party listen to our stuff. And maybe they can give us some, you know, some insight there of something that we're not missing. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I don't think was bad, but it definitely wasn't to the depths of where you went when you had to answer the question also and so i wanted to think a little bit deeper like this is something that is going to heavily impact your relationship moving forward um because you want to move forward what are you really trying to get out of it and so you know while thinking about that i just really came to the conclusion like i've learned over the last four sessions that i have a lot of examining to do with how i'm showing randy my love um we talked a lot about it before when we did the whole um, love language thing, mm-hmm. like loving somebody using their love language, not with yours, but also not neglecting yourself and like what and you try, need, you know, because because you need that. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a way to balance it. But just like with any balancing act, the shit takes work. So you have to figure out what your weak points are first to work on them, strengthen them to be balanced, mm-hmm. which means a lot of just really <laughs> thinking about what you're doing wrong, mm-hmm. which, again, not fun, but that's the work. Because it's hard work, but it's a part of growing. And ultimately, I want to be an effective husband. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to just be present. I don't want to just be loving. I don't want to just be um, dependable. I want to be all of what it is that you're asking for that you need. So you're you're not seeking elsewhere. And because it's possible, it's not that you're asking for something that can't be done. Um, so then, so what do I do to, you know, meet that? How can I do that? And then... You know, that's a, it's a shared thing because mm-hmm. I also got shit that I want, you know, mm-hmm. and it's nothing wrong with sharing that load with you. How can you meet that? But ultimately, I want to be effective. What is that? I want to actually like just I want to actually like be good Okay. at what it is that my job is where, you know, that's, that's supporting you, that's loving you, protecting you in all aspects. So not just supporting you when it comes to your clash with an outside force, but with me too or within you. Mm-hmm. Um, supporting you when it comes to what was the other thing I said <laughs> just now? Like, I was like, um, oh lord, oh yeah, loving you not just when I want to love you, but like <laughs> when right. when it's hard to yeah. love you, you know, and supporting you when ever in whatever because that's what we signed up for. Like I want you to be happy in your marriage daily. I want more of those memorable moments that we're going to look back on and be like, you know, that, I'm really glad that we did that. I want more orange beaches.
2: So how do you, you put examine. So like, what does that mean for you? Like, how do you, how are you getting what you want in terms of how, like, how do you plan to do that with examining how you show?
3: With me, it's been, it's been kind of a restructuring of, of my thought process. Like I'm very step one, step two, step three, step two, step three, mm-hmm. step two, like, like the, the scientific method. When it comes to like approaching anything, sometimes I didn't do, I didn't get enough data in the first step to go to step two. So it really just means more sitting with it rather than, okay, let's go. It means a little bit more watching, a little bit more listening than, okay, let's go. Like mm-hmm. if it's what I'm, what I, what I know is that I'm really big on acting, which is great. That's a, that's a positive trait to have. However, before action you have to put some thought behind stuff and i think there, there becomes a point where i felt like i put enough thought behind it
4: mm.
3: and i looking back now i can see there are probably moments where i probably should have put another two days of thought into it mm. and cool. maybe it maybe maybe it would have had a, a, a more positive outcome quicker like it did still work out but not without you know its clashes or problems or other issues that then came up and like it, it I, I never want to like belittle you with thinking okay you know all right so what can we do Mm-hmm. just i don't know I, that's where like actually examining i have some examining to do like just a little bit more in depth taking your time with something mm. um because while i don't feel like i'm impatient i'm not patient enough
2: i'm <sighs> tell you something about how you preaching <laughs> how you preaching <laughs> how you preaching well a, i'm just trying to love you i know well, I realized one of the things I learned was I have to honor myself and my relationship by recognizing the truth and realizing it's more real than my fear. So the truth of the matter is I have strong real life evidence that I am supported and loved by you mm-hmm. and that you want me to be as great as I can possibly be mm-hmm. for all of your selfish reasons just like not working anymore mm-hmm. and all, but also like mm-hmm. but also because you love me and you want to see. Anybody who loves shine, but especially me. And that has been one of the most consistent things you said. And that's okay that that's the truth. And even if I am afraid, I can, like, I can acknowledge my fear so that I can talk about it and, like, share it and not, like, um, ponder on it and, Mm -hmm. like, swirl it around in my head. But I can also be like, all right, but you know the truth. And, right, Mm -hmm. I, I can ignore that first thought, which is always the fear, you know, that is something I am unlearning as a person and really honor myself in the, in the work that we do in our relationship to be like no, nah, you okay and it's okay to be okay you know um it's okay because that's one of the first things she said in one of our first sessions she was like you know she thinks we're doing just off off rip she thought we were doing really well i mean <laughs> yeah she, she was like i we gonna figure out why y'all here but <laughs>
3: <'Cause> I, <laughs> this ain't it it ain't this part but, but she
2: was like also let's not let's not make up issues you know like mm-hmm. let's not it's okay if there's nothing here and and that was really profound to me because while we are trying to be preventative while doing marriage counseling it's okay that right now I ain't shit to talk about you know that's not the case but like the, it's okay no. if we don't have these these big problems that people come to marriage counseling the, for
3: the extremely traumatic stuff
2: right there's no trauma you know we're just which we're, is we're what we're trying to continue to prevent mm-hmm. and so that is one of the things i learned what is your second thing you learned
3: Oh, second thing I learned is that, like, I just, I'm just realizing that you're, you're still into me. You're still, you're still that girl that just, that does the most kind of show up for me or to show that you are still, like, feeling me. Um, like the things that you do and act on are still centered around me
2: what what makes you think well, know, well that's true but like yeah, what <laughs> but, so the
3: conversations that that started with you know we, we start talking about her fears and certain stuff and it just kind of led back to like the overall theme of like i just don't want to be this person for him or to him or it's i'm trying not to hurt him and doing all this stuff to myself like i recognize the effect it's having on me but also him mm-hmm. like it's just a lot of it was a lot of him in your conversation and i was just like mm. oh okay like she recognized it's about her and i recognize it's about her And we've been talking about a lot of how, you know, it's affecting you Mm -hmm. and the impact it's having on you and how you don't want to, you know, obviously project that on our child, um, any future children or how you just want to stop doing certain things. but the overall theme was like you know just i'm i'm still like a part of every thought yeah which is just really cool i was like oh
2: Mike you're my oldest closest friend I, and we are married you brought
3: that up in therapy but but like this isn't we don't have that conversation every day no we don't we don't i don't hear you're my oldest closest friend and i love you so this is what i'm thinking before we get into like that's just because right. we've been we've been doing this so long we just kind of have gone you forget to
2: say yeah, the, hey you're my oldest closest friend and that came up in therapy i'm sorry to cut you off No, no it's but good. that came up because um you were like Like this is not an affirmation thing. This is not Mikey needs to do anything more. This is a fear thing. This isn't because you're lacking in something in terms of what you're not saying to me or saying to me. This is just one of the things I haven't talked about because, like, because I feel silly. Didn't necessarily feel like I had the safe space because we weren't at the point where you were like, I have some examining to do with like my thought process or my data collection. You know, (laughs) it was like. You know, I, and I knew I, I knew that it would be helpful to have like a mediator or just like a third person to be like I don't know y'all, but
3: and that's all I wanted. I was um, like I feel like something somebody like that will help us look. And it wasn't that I'm I'm thinking because I have heard men say this like you know, I need therapy so that somebody can like point out what's wrong with her so she can because because sometimes that's what they need to listen to. Mm-hmm. I was more so thinking like maybe there's something I can take from it mm-hmm. that's going to make me re-examine something. I know that it'll also benefit her, but. I'm not here to try to prove her wrong in certain spaces so that she can feel stupid and change her ways and change for me. It was more so what can we get out of this and what am I not doing for myself? The other stuff will come. Mm-hmm. And if Randy has that same attitude, then we'd be straight.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And you do. Like we're aligned in that way. So that's That's you know, that's just one of the, that, that was, that was the other thing that I am. Again, we're only four sessions in. So maybe, you know, as we get <laughs> deeper, it'll be something else. But
2: so what does you realizing that about me mean to you? I'm just interested. Like, how does that impact you?
3: It definitely or, or turned like, me on or like, changes though, like, something it, for you. It 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 did it for me. Like, I felt. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, okay. Like again, she—that's her loving me with her love language, and not yeah, and not mine. But <laughs> but it but I still recognize like, if you're using your love language, you're still trying to love me. Mm-hmm. Like it's it, all the dots haven't connected yet, but you're trying. Like, mm-hmm. there's effort that an unseen effort sucks. It does because you don't get the credit that you, get, you should get for it. Sometimes it's never seen. Sometimes it's recognized later, even though you would like for it to be recognized when it happens. And I feel that. Mm-hmm. And so hearing that from you, when it's not something that you articulate, I was like, damn. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So this is going to be one of those type of situations where we're going to we're gonna get too deep every single time and it's going to be a whole bunch of...
2: Crying. <laughs> All this crying. <laughs> oh, God damn, I got to cry. Like, mm. And you'd be like, ready
3: <laughs> you yeah not in the last session and we this is this is not a uh this is not to condemn the platform or anything like that but we had like a, a video error yeah at a certain we point had to just, so we, saw we could her, see her and that was probably the one where like she should have saw us because then maybe she would have reeled in the reading of <laughs> the in-depth uh theses that she like gave because randy was like like,
2: Mike, <laughs> you was crying too.
3: I, Don't be. My, my water work started. I
2: didn't even know but Randy he was not I look over and like
3: because I sh- cry like a nigga.
2: She was like, "Randy, really?
3: are, are you okay? I'm over here rubbing." Randy I was back. like, "Yeah, she I'm fine." Drew trying to give me tissue. <laughs> <laughs> Drew is yeah. ripping up tissue, right? Handing it to Hanging, Randy.
2: me these little baby pieces. What I want to do with when this? She
3: can't wipe shit, right? So we all laughing. It was just anyway. funny, but um, yeah, th- it's I'm I enjoyed therapy myself by myself because. It's just nice to have somebody to talk to. Mm-hmm. Now, I actually like talking to my wife. So if you add another person in the mix, it was just gonna be fun. Period. Yeah. Like that means more stuff can come from it. If, but th- I recognize there are people who don't talk, which is a conversation that we've had mm-hmm. off air a lot. Mm-hmm. And stuff like this is definitely a conversation starter. And you just never know like the depths your relationship can go to mm-hmm. when y'all start having different conversations. Right. When you when you step away from the monotony of like whatever it is that you're doing today. Um. Again, coming off of like the, like, we, you know, we had like cheat code episode mm-hmm. that we talked about and things of that nature and we, the the TED talk that we watched. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you, it's very obvious that at a certain point we stop talking mm-hmm. or we stop communicating. It had to be. Mm-hmm. That's because you had to stop talking before you start lying. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to stop talking because mm-hmm. I don't want to start lying.
2: Mm-hmm. I
3: feel like that's just what it leads to. And then I'll hell break loose.
2: Or even realizing what we're not talking about, even though we are talking like
3: mm-hmm.
2: if that makes sense i mean I'm sure yes because like,
3: well, again with that third person listening they, if she's, she,
2: she's she picking will, up some stuff she's like so so what i'm hearing it seems is, like Brady is more out. of a um. clipboard person and mikey's more of a like mikey needs to support somebody that's what did she say
3: i need a coach
2: and like yeah and i and i'm a clipboard i'm like the a, other coach. i'm the scientist i'm like the analyst like mm-hmm. let me i'm i'm a not R2. What's the other one to get on Everybody nerves? c 3 C-3PO, C-3- yeah. You are
3: not. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd
2: be like, so the, like this isn't practical.
3: Uh... <laughs> C-3PO, if anybody, if you're listening to this and you don't know Star Wars references, he's the gold robot that is a translator and he's really annoying.
2: He's just like, so, um... he's just,
3: he just analyzes. Or I'm the one from all...
2: Rogue. We have a 37% chance of failing. <laughs> I don't know if you really want to do this, but I'm with you because I'm a droid and I ain't got no choice. <laughs> <It's K-2> but, <laughs> yeah. But and Mikey but wants Mikey wants Finn. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, I love the so
3: reference Star Wars. No. The
2: last thing I learned mm-hmm. was the while I know this in my heart already, I have the power to make my relationship be the one I want, which mm-hmm. is what we talk about a lot. But like, I just realized that while I do feel out of control with concerns sometimes, my emotions in life, I am not fated to repeat past mistakes. I've seen just because I've come from a shaky line of healthy, familial, and marital relationships. And I am a Palpatine, but I'm really a Skywalker. So, you know, (laughs) (laughs) what I'm saying is, like, I, (sighs) like, just because I have not seen. It happen. A black man be really excited about, for real, not this fake social media excitement where we, we praise in black women, but we can't really stand them. Mm -hmm. But, like, a black man be really excited about a woman that loves herself and wants, wants like, things for herself. Barack that may not include him all the time you know in terms of like not directly mm-hmm. just because I don't see that often in my family or no, okay. like of close like in general gotcha. right that that does not mean I can't have that like that is not my narrative just because for me it may be rare a rare sighting and it's not faded for me just because I'm black and just because you're black to be not even saying that's a black thing but like I just I haven't I, I use blackness because that's what I know but I'm not used to seeing it in black relationships. Um, you know, as we get more access to things, we see that that hasn't always been the case, right? Yeah. The family has been broken on purpose. Yeah. Thanks white supremacy. You it know? was never set uh, up for
3: you to succeed in what you thought was successful.
2: Right. And so this is not because black people are incapable or, or unloving because that is completely untrue. It's just because it's just the 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 consequence of living on earth, you know, in, in, in blackness and dealing with people who are evil. So I realized that like while wow, that all all of that, like the history and things may be true and how we are impacted and what we carry in our DNA and what we pass down unintentionally and intentionally, I can still, like I have control over this. I can have the marriage and the husband that likes self-confidence, self-compassionate Randy. Mm-hmm. I just have to be open to that. Like I have to be open to that and give it space.
3: And also recognize that you do have
2: And recognize that I do already have it, Um, and while I may have to, I may have to explain what I mean sometimes. Like you won't get it immediately because you are not a mind reader, and you are also still a man and human. And I'm not always clear. You know, Uh like some certain things take time for me to process too to really get my thoughts through. I, like, I still, I still have control.
3: If that makes sense, you have all the control. I have control,
2: and and. I can have what I want.
3: Yes, ma'am. I like that.
2: Yeah. Huh. So. Okay. Thank you for doing that with me. So overall, I um, I love you. This is great. Our experience with BetterHelp, H E L P.
3: Yes. How do you feel about it so far?
2: Uh, I really enjoy it. I I have never done virtual. This whole pandemic thing is really shifting my perspective on like work from home and virtual and mm-hmm. all of that. Like I never would have ever ever done this if we had if the world had been open like I don't think I would have been open to this but I I, it's definitely changed my perspective on what I don't know what I'm trying to say it's definitely changed my perspective on what like a quality experience is if that makes sense like you don't you really don't always have to leave your house to be transformed Mm -hmm. and you know but I like the commute of going to the therapist's office and all that stuff but like also
3: this is nice. It is. I kind of like, like the commute of, <laughs> all right, let's go to the computer. Right. Let's
2: log on and Drew's still asleep. You know, there, there's just less hustle and bustle about it, um, mm-hmm. especially if you run it late.
3: It seems like much less of an inconvenience. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's one thing that, we, we I don't know if we ever mentioned it before, but um, when we talked about counseling and therapy, I'm sorry to cut you off. Uh, uh, I think I was done. I don't even. It, uh, <laughs> we, uh, it's, it's one of the reasons why it's difficult for people to get counseling, black people, poor people specifically, is because of- We can't
2: afford it. Access
3: to- actually getting to someone uh-huh. my therapist was in fucking stone mountain yep
2: uh, and mine was in la vista what tucker i mean you gotta, she was beyonce i'm lying was, actually
3: yeah. so if I, so i had to drive 50 minutes um to get to my therapist and that's you know that's on a re- on a regular traffic day so mm-hmm. i would have to make my sessions around certain times mm-hmm. if i left the house maybe five minutes later than i would have i'm i'm five minutes you know i'm late for this yeah session i would have yeah right. um leaving early then you know, i'm still on the road like it's just it's just kind of but she was good you mm-hmm. know it was what it was like that that's who i needed to talk to and to be honest there was no one else closer who right. i could have even gone to who was aligned with what, what wanted. i wanted
2: and that took insurance
3: yeah so you know can't imagine what would have happened if this was like a digital thing visual thing if i could right. just have gone to a room and be quiet mm-hmm. you know like and just had space like that but for for the people who struggle to have access because this we, this uh this discussion took place a very long time ago we talked about the patriot act Episode where he was talking about how healthcare providers will give you lists and names of therapists, but they'll be in a different state, yeah, or they don't exist no more.
2: Right, it's not an updated list.
3: So this just kind of this eliminates or
2: they or they aren't any good or that you meet the therapist. It took me three before I met the one that I had for a year. Like, and I was about to quit. My mom was like, (laughs) "Please try one more time." Keep going. And I was like, "I absolutely will not." This is awful
3: right, like, like this is the last one this is awful the last one they, turned out to be.
2: yeah the last one turned out to be the best one but you're right like it's that commute was bad i mean it was, I mine I was too through. because we moved until so we moved away further from her and anyway so mm-hmm. yeah i i really i really like it i i really like e um again i feel like they matched us perfectly i feel like the the user system is very functional and user-friendly mm-hmm. um the app works like there's a phone app for it and a computer and you app.
3: can just directly text your therapist mm-hmm. if you're trying to just get some and shit she off get your back head. to us she'll be yeah. like
2: and if we need to reschedule or she needs to reschedule or or even if like when picking a day if all the the days look like they aren't available we could just message her and be like hey we actually this day really would work in this time she's like okay you know like you don't always like it's just very i just like it yeah, i get it at first, I you know, we was all a little awkward. I mean, she wasn't, but we were like, uh But it turned out to be really good. <laughs> but anyway, how do you like it so far?
3: Also, so far, I love it. Mm-hmm. I think that this is so necessary, especially with what's going on in the world, that we stay connected. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about this a lot, but we have, we have now kind of restructured what our podcast is like, and we've actually been able to write out what our charge is. And we want couples to be healthy. We want couples to stay together. We want couples to thrive we want people to be all right out there mm-hmm. and I think this experiment that we're doing on ourselves is definitely showing me like oh this, like this is these are some of the things that it's going to take and I, I we got to talk about stuff like this people need more access to stuff like this because it is extremely helpful again this is me speaking to somebody who liked being in their shell and I wasn't going to talk to nobody but Randy my entire life if you would have let me mm. Um, but nah you as all black women do push people to do more shit <laughs> So I had to keep speaking and putting myself out. Is that not? No, I'm gonna let it go. Okay, I always pushing somebody towards greatness and shit. But you know, because you have high expectations, and I can meet them. So I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying the the foundation that we're laying down. That's only going to benefit us and yeah. our children moving forward. It's just really cool, yeah, to like actively see and participate in that with you.
2: And it's nice to just and to like to wrap it up because I feel like we could talk about what mm-hmm. we like right. for a long time. But thank you, Mike, for that one I just want to thank you for that You're but welcome. I think it's really nice to have something outside of the podcast to do together that was my next thing. because the was, podcast is thing, yeah. the only like for two years has been the main thing that we've had that's just us mm-hmm. but that's becoming more business which is fine because we're still trying to like remain authentic and creative in our space we don't but, know how
3: else to be right <laughs> so, like yes
2: yeah yeah that mm-hmm. and also but like you know things are changing for the podcast and now we're thinking about branding and crazy shit that we didn't ever think we ever had to think about, and so it's really nice to more
3: shit coming. Yeah, that y'all gonna enjoy. We tried something last month mm-hmm. that I thought we, you know, we never see the light of day, but it actually turned out it really, was really great. Well, so, so now we kind of have to.
2: Yeah, it was great. So anyway, that's coming, but. It's just nice to have something that's outside of work because this is now work, you know. Um, and to to this, do together. This
3: therapy shit is not work. Yeah, it's not. It's, I mean,
2: it's it's work, but it's not like it don't feel like it's not for y'all. If that makes sense, like it's f- technically it's, for it's y'all. A labor,
3: it does not feel like work. Yeah, is what I'm saying.
2: Like it's for y'all because we have to stay married to do this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just nice to have something else. Like to have something else that's just that's ours.
3: actually it's somebody else steering. We just kind of going along for the ride yeah. and figuring like, it out. Not, together. I'm not
2: producing this. I'm not no? editing it. Mm-mm. We're here for you to tell us. (laughs) What? What? what, what, Talk to me. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, we love it. And um, if you question for engagement, Mm -hmm. have you and your partner considered marriage counseling?
3: Yes. If so, what's holding you back? If you haven't already started
2: or have you as an individual considered it?
3: Would you give it a try?
2: We think you should. Y'all know how we feel about therapy. Mm -hmm. But anyway, we know that y'all are... um, I mean y'all know that we are passionate about self-care and mental and emotional wellness. And so if you're willing to try individual or couples individual or couples therapy, then we have a special offer for you.
3: Yes, visit www.betterhelphelp.com/bmm to get 20% off your subscription.
2: Yeah. So, give it a try, see what you think. Again, that's betterhelp.com/bmm. BMM BMM is all caps but so I don't really think it matters But we
3: are really proud to present y'all this discount yeah man <laughs> because this is, this is helpful
2: like it's really great that y'all get value out of our um, actual episodes but it feels so good to be able to give like an actual resource mm-hmm.
0: to,
2: <laughs> that could probably be very transformative and great like it's been for us because
3: y'all we have been waiting to get counseling <laughs> yeah, we have just we've been biding together. our time trying to figure out when we can afford it when, is, when are we going to have the space to do it how mm-hmm. can we do it it, how, it, how can it line how up with our schedules how can we both meet up
2: at a traditional office
3: when, when we work have at these night, two different yeah you work at day <laughs> we
2: when have I, a child <laughs> like
3: it was impossible yeah. y'all like so i don't know this is yeah. really speaking off script you like deadass please <laughs> check it out
2: just <laughs> do just do it just, <laughs> just do check it. out the link yeah please y'all for real shoot us an email at blackmillmarriage.com leave us at voicemail at 7707504098 or hit us up on social media with your thoughts on this episode, and if you enjoyed hearing our experience with with therapy together. Yes,
3: we would love to hear back from y'all because
2: y'all are funny. Y'all be telling us how y'all really be feeling, and we need that to keep us to keep us human, man. Grounded. Yeah, you know? I love it. Y'all are hilarious. Remember, we got an email. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um.
3: <laughs> love the people, them. All right.
2: All right. Fight or flight. It's time for Randy
0: and Mike's. Fight or flight, they've held it in a week, but you gon' hear it tonight. Tonight. Don't really matter who is wrong or right, cause
3: it's fight or
2: flight. Let's go. So, my fight is quick and short and sweet and to the point. Yesterday we went on a date to Brewster's. Mm -hmm. We got ice cream.
3: Yes, it was great.
2: We ate it in the car. We did. Because a lot of black people are dying and sometimes you just need calories, you know, to like to like take 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 the edge off. And so it was.
3: just to be clear, uh we did wear masks. Uh, so yeah, while we we we're to keep line, our distance. Yeah.
2: It wasn't crowded. I mean yeah. people some people still got some got sense and are still in the house. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So we and we ate in the car. But anyway, the ice cream was not made with love. Um it was not uh, <laughs> it she was, was
3: unhappy with both of us.
2: Yeah, she but I I really chalked it up. So one it's a Saturday. She is at work. She's a black girl also probably hearing about all this shit that's going on
1: mm-hmm.
2: um all this black death it's exhausting you gotta work you gotta lord knows the people she's seeing
3: well, we was trying to get these jokes off
2: there are some people who weren't wearing a bag some people who weren't yeah. like i can't anyway so i really empathize with whatever she was going through but it was not made with love and it sucked and later that night we were like man there's this ice cream place we really love called marble slab mm-hmm that we had back when my mom lived in another part of Georgia and they are nowhere to be found
3: delicious the they, best what, ice cream what do you compare it to like Cold Stone
2: maybe yeah I guess the best ice cream I depending
3: on where you live it's something like Cold Stone cream it's like one of those places where you go in and they make the fancy ice cream in front of you crunch up and your it's stuff like, and- oh. <laughs> It's, it was It is nice. the
2: best ice cream ever, and it they is. only got one in Georgia. And we found out about a second one. It used to be more. We found out about a second one by my brother's university, um, mm-hmm. Oglethorpe. And I was like, we're not too far from Oglethorpe. Let's Next time, let's go to Marble's Lab. And Mikey's like, you want to spend a night at Marble's Lab? Marble's <laughs> Lab is far. So his point was... His point was, if we go to Marble Slab, are we staying? You going to give me head at Marble's Lab? You <laughs> going <laughs> to sleep at Marble's Lab? Like, he's talking all this shit. And I'm, I'm I like. I like, I said
3: you got Marble Lab money. You got Marble Lab I just, money. I not like, hold it like, no more. And he
2: just kept, kept going and in. It
3: wouldn't
2: in. stop. And so I started air fighting him. He wasn't watching me, though. But <laughs> I, was I could watching. tell he could see me I from have his I had a peripheral. very wide peripheral <laughs> And I was like, it was just really unnecessary. You could have just been like no i don't think that's a good idea <laughs> but you did all this shit i mean y'all for about two three minutes about how how it was only gonna happen if a certain amount like of other an things were gonna happen
3: riley freeman not stopping type of joking situation he like, like, just kept going so you know? anyway
2: that's my fight you wasn't necessary okay you could have just said no and mm-hmm. let it at that so what are you gonna do
3: i'm gonna fight okay i have no regrets okay and i will not stop stop what putting a smile on your face because you, I want to go to Marvel's lab. Oh well, we can go to Marvel's lab,
2: Mikey. Okay, actually, stop, <laughs> stop. <laughs> what? Stop because like, you about to start. Stop. We can go to no, Marvel's lab. If
3: you <laughs> go. No, okay. I, I hear what you're saying. I am. I. I will fight for my right to make jokes at your expense if it also brings joy to your face, mm. but. I am open to actually taking you to get better ice cream. I just want better ice cream. Because this experience was not it.
2: I mean, if it's the end of the world and we about to start a revolution, and we I would like to out go, go out with somewhere. some ice cream.
3: No problem. We will get quality ice cream. Just get some ice
2: cream. Ice cream. That's I'm Kit
3: Kats. That was not a crunch. Like, bar. y'all, asked he asked for
2: a crunch.
3: <laughs> Hey, yo, I wanted a, a blast. A I'm blast. not going to die. We thought
2: this. it would look like what it looked like at Dairy Queen when you get a McFlurry. Not McFlurry, that's McDonald's. When you get a...
3: A little a milkshake, whatever. They put whatever ice they cream put. and they sprinkle stuff it's into good.
2: it. It's good. And they stir it for real.
3: This girl took she... a cup and she put four <laughs> scoops of vanilla ice cream. I watched her. Four scoops. They was big scoops, but just regular vanilla ice cream. And she sat cream. it on top of the ice she cream. She put a, a cup inside, on top of that <laughs> cup. And then she lifted the cup up and just sprinkled <laughs> Some little off-brand crunch pieces, and she in
2: left it. it there. And that nigga gave and me, and then she passes the cup. mic, and my Sunday was upside down. All the whipped <laughs> was top. <laughs> But the caramel And everything was on the bottom And you had to stir it So now when I'm stirring this I'm stirring this Sunday. It's not no. a it's not a Sunday anymore It's a milkshake
3: Honestly for five dollars, I could have really like Bought a whole carton Of some ice cream I wanted Mike was like just, I should have got a
2: milkshake I should
3: have got I should have got, like, <laughs> got a cone
2: like, this, this is just
3: And then just After me. halfway through I realized Y'all have to understand I've been eating chocolate Since I was born I was like This is not crunchy Yeah i don't know what it was this is definitely the other brand it's This is something this ain't crunch it's not a crunch bar
2: <laughs> anyway so that's my fight i hear that you're fighting fine
3: but i love you and i hear you <sighs> i love you too i just gotta get these jokes off
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pda
3: you're first i don't want to go first um but i will because this is easy um, y'all, in a very, again, traumatizing time, it is important that you speak to your loved ones, that you tap in with the people who are close to you, that you check in on the people around you. And I am extremely happy that in times like these, I have someone like you um, who I can talk to, confide in, and vice versa. It's it, We've been sad.
2: hmm It's been really to, hard. To,
3: to, if, I, if I just need to simplify it. That way we, we have both been so angry that I think it's making it really hard for us to articulate myself personally. Maybe not you as much because you're still very eloquent even under pressure. Um, I think that also maybe speaks to because you're a black woman. Whatever. Mm. Um, That's fine. <laughs> y'all keep speaking for it. Man, look. Y'all just do it better. But it's not that we can't. God damn. It's just that y'all are so good at <laughs> what y'all do. And I appreciate you for it. But you... um. I don't know if you've been doing it purposefully or what, but you've just been randomly just touching me and I just really appreciate it. I I don't know what I would do, and we talked about this, if you were taken from this world, from me, from our child, in any of these situations that we've had to live with mm-hmm. and see happen and be around. And um, I don't want anybody listening to this to think that we are removed from it. I've definitely been in these situations. I just happen to have lived um, from yep being profiled. We haven't from being really pulled talked over, about from being sat down by a police yeah. officer when I was on my lunch break walking yeah. to my car from the parking deck. Like, I
2: We don't talk about it.
3: No, I actually spoke to Pat recently about a situation he was in where they like guns drawn pulled him out of his Uber because they thought that he had came from a robbery. It was only because the Uber driver spoke up for him that he's he still here. You know, yeah. like, it's just I was like
2: I Remember mom's car got surrounded at Granny's birthday party. That's a different All story. the guns? Yes. I mean that was <laughs> let me say actually let's not use that example go no, ahead
3: you <laughs> can, you can, we can gloss over real quick so Randy and my mother we was in Brooklyn it was my grandmother's birthday and my mother was driving in my cousin's car and they was, was on the back seat and all these calls I mean mm-hmm.
2: came out of nowhere now now they nah, had probable calls but it wasn't <laughs>
3: That's not That's not funny. Funny.
2: Um, they weren't looking for us they weren't looking
3: for y'all they were looking for the owner <laughs> of the car
2: either way the owner of the car may or may not have been family mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. guns were drawn
3: I love you it was
2: really awful oh my <laughs>
3: God, I love them I do <laughs> um, but no yeah. I say all that to say that I sincerely appreciate you um, and I love you and I cannot and will not do this life without you I will fight for you in any way I need to, to make sure that you stay here, to make sure that I can spend the time that I signed up to spend with you and I will do whatever needs to be done to make sure that happens. I love you very much. And, uh, I don't, I, I I love you. Let me just, I love you.
2: I love you. Thank you. My PDA is um you recently bought a gun after years and years and years mm-hmm. and years of wanting mm-hmm. to do so legally.
3: Legally, um. <laughs> this is a legally purchased he firearm. A legally purchased straight, firearm. I've always had
2: tools. Um, mm-hmm. and you bought it, and while you know that I am, it's not that I'm anti-gun because I'm not. I
3: you are a girl from the south.
2: I right, my grandfather is a Vietnam vet. We bought it. You know, my grand, my other grandfather was a sharecropper. 100. You know, they do this. However, I've never personally liked guns or to be around them because it's just a lot of power. It's just very humbling. Like, this shit will stop Mm -hmm. you. However, it is necessary, I think, to know how to use a firearm and to know how to defend yourself, especially, you know, Walking Dead ain't too far away and...
3: You didn't learn how to We're shoot. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. Just you didn't know learn how to shoot. Win and win. Yes.
2: I believe that. And I believe women need to know how to shoot, which is why a lot of these 100%. gun places have all these discounts for women to learn. Um, But anyway, you Real bought quick, it. Real
3: quick, intercept. Um, I will be doing an indie on this subject uh, about gun ownership, especially for black people and for women specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what my next indie will be about. Put it out there. Thanks. Yes.
2: Can't wait to hear it. But you bought it and we have trigger rules about I told you you needed to save before you brought it this house because we got a curious ass child and we ain't about to just be anyway, you did everything I asked you to do before you bought it, and you proceeded to show me how to use it. It was my first time in my life holding a gun that was real and heavy, and like I just really appreciate the she lesson. Heavy. I want to be the best I can be at at utilizing it, though it will be my like last resort. I don't intend to just be walking around here shooting shit, mm-hmm. but if I do aim, I will hit, and that is because of you and so, um, I really appreciate it. It was very informative and again, very humbling. And I feel very necessary, you know, just in general. To like I said, to just know how do you how so? You tell me about the different ammunitions you bought and all that. It was just really great. So I really appreciate you being patient and and open to showing me and also believing that it's necessary that I know how to do this because it is. It is. And yeah, so I really I really thank you for that.
3: You're welcome. Thank you. <sighs> you're welcome. This was good PDA. Yeah. All right. The Black Millennium Marriage Podcast is on Domino Sounds Network. Ooh, we love yes. y'all. We
2: love y'all. We love y'all.
0: Again, we do love okay. y'all.
3: Um, new episodes will air every Monday and Thursday. Those are Fools and Minis. Uh, the Black Millennium Marriage indies. Podcast, fight. I'm sorry? Fools and Indies. Fools and Indies. You're right. <laughs> That's why you <laughs> don't go off script. The Black Millennium Marriage Podcast, Fight or Flight Jingle, was created by Ebony Janae at Janae's Jingles.
2: Details in our show notes.
3: As always.
2: Again, for 20% off your subscription with BetterHelp, <laughs> visit www.betterhelp.com slash BMM.
3: Again, that's www.betterhelp.com slash BMM.
2: For ad-free, extra, and exclusive content, no matter what you pledge, head over to patreon.com slash marriage. Great things happening over there, y'all. Go check it out.
3: Yeah, they're getting the scoop on some stuff that's coming. Coming, um, coming,
2: coming. And We got we can't wait to do actually, sign so out, it. Yeah. It's worth it. Go look, go look.
3: We are now and still available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and all other major streaming services.
2: Rate us five stars if you enjoyed this episode.
3: And five stars if you did not.
2: Just do it for the cause, do it for the people. That's reparations.
3: That's reparations.
2: (laughs) Y'all want to help black people? That's how you do it.
3: Basically. And be sure to check out our website www.blackmillennialmarriage.com
2: yes it's got a beautiful update Mm -hmm. and I'm really proud of it I mean we are and we want y'all to go look (laughs) at it And that's where you can
3: find all episodes all information that we've ever shared and bonus stuff yeah and
2: highlight reels for our episodes Mm -hmm, if y'all have been mm -hmm. wondering what those are it's on the website
3: yes follow us on social media platforms on Instagram what are we baby
2: black millennial marriage on Facebook black millennial marriage podcast
3: and on Twitter
2: at underscore the chapmans. mm-hmm Thank you again for listening, y'all.
3: As always, be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean.
2: Peace.
1: Root Insurance puts you in control. Root is a new type of car insurance that uses the sensors in your smartphone to look deeper than other insurers. Here's how it works. Download the route app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior, like turning and braking, and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate, meaning good drivers could save hundreds. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details.
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices.